36 degrees with KSOM, KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. A winter weather advisory is in effect from now until 6 p.m. today for Harrison, Shelby, Pottawatomie, Audubon, and Mills counties. Alexis Jimenez with an ISO weather service in Des Moines says total snow accumulations of less than one inch and a light glazing of ice for the southwest portion of the state. Uh, for southwest Iowa, you could definitely see maybe just some light ice glazing uh, on uh, bridges and overpasses. However, thankfully, the ground temperatures are still pretty warm, so the roadways should be warm enough to melt any of that ice today and really minimize any impacts from that. As far as the snow goes, you could see maybe up to a dusting, but we're expecting that really to remain up to your north and west. Jimenez says the more significant snowfall amounts will occur in northwest Iowa. With accumulations reaching up to five inches right near the Minnesota-Iowa border and then decreasing as you go further to the south and east. And then as far as Des Moines and then southeastward, we're expecting mostly rain. However, in between, we do have a chance of seeing some light ice glazing from some freezing drizzle and freezing rain might bring some localized travel impact, especially on bridges and overpasses. Slow down, use caution while driving, and check the latest road conditions at 511ia.org. 36 could be the high for today, 16 the low tonight, 28 on Wednesday, low 11. Thursday, 43, low 30. Friday, 52, low 15. Saturday, 31, low 17. Sunday, 40, low 23, a 15% chance of precipitation. Monday, 37 degrees. Montgomery County deputies responded to a call at the 1700 block of 206th Street in Red Oak for an alleged assault. Following the investigation, deputies transported 75-year-old Dennis Vanderhoff to the Montgomery County Jail for domestic abuse assault first offense and booked on no bond. The Red Oak Police Department assisted the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. The Corning School Board is moving forward with a special election for a school bond referendum on March 7, 2023. Superintendent of Schools Chris Fenster says school district patrons will vote on a referendum that will fall between $17.9 and $20.4 million. Um, the elementary just has not been addressed, and there's HVAC um, concerns. The classrooms are outdated. The storage areas for the classrooms, they're just it's just a building that you know was built in the um, 60s. And just has never really had a lot of stuff um, renovating it. And it's a commercial property, so I mean, it needs to be renovated. Some of the doors don't close some properly, and um, it becomes a safety issue. So the project includes an area for K five classrooms on the East Pod, a new gymnasium, and a safe room. Renovating the West Pod of the Central Building, moving the Early Childhood Center, upgrading the baseball and softball fields, and replacing the wooden playground with an ADA-compliant facility. We had community committee that met six times over the last, from, um, I think it met started in April, and they met through um, September, and they went through all the facilities, and then they came up with the, their, their needs and what they wanted to do with it. They presented to the board that we had a survey put out with the Donovan Group, and they came back with 72% of the people said, yes, you need to address the, the media concerns right now. You need to do that. So that's why we went forward with it. Um, this all started because we had Estes Construction come out and do a facilities needs thing last a, a year ago to, a year ago this time in year, and they looked at all our facilities, and then that's, they kind of came up with a list of things that we needed to probably address sooner than later. Fenster says the current tax levy is at twelve ninety three per $1,000 evaluation. He says even if it would raise the levy, it would still be at the lowest level in 10 years. 
Well, beginning in January, the Exavera EHK School Board will shift their meeting times from the third Monday to the third Tuesday at 6 p.m. in Elkhorn. Bennett Blake reports. The change in date and time is a result of a conflict with the IKEA Manning board meetings. Superintendent Trevor Miller says Kevin Peterson and Tammy Fawn will remain president and vice president of the Exira EHK School Board. Kevin Peterson was elected board president again, and Tammy Fawn was elected vice president again. They were the only two nominated, and they agreed to do it again, so we appreciate it. I mean, Kevin's been board president for as long as I've been here, and I know he was there before that, and Tammy's kind of done the same as vice president, so they know how things work. They keep the meetings going, and they understand uh, how board how board should work, so they did a good job there. Elsewhere, the board has approved the purchase of a new school bus. We did buy a school bus. We went with uh, International Haugun. Uh They came at the lowest bid. Um, this is our last uh, Volkswagen uh, grants, we get $30,000 off of the bus. A new bus is cost $123,000 um, with no guarantee date that when we're going to be able to see it just be due to, you know, backup and parts and all that good stuff. So they said hopefully sometime in 2023 we'll see the bus. So we got that bus purchase and we have it all done. You just had to make sure you had the purchase order done before December 31st to be able to use the grant. In other news, the board approved the resignations of Tom Peterson as head football coach and Dara Svensson as a human resources and administrative assistant. New hires included Paige Gaskell as an assistant girls basketball coach and Jenny Earlbeck for a shared district administrative assistant in human resources. I'm Bennett Blake reporting. Leaders in Pottawatomie County and the city of Underwood have created a plan to assist travelers in the west central part of the county. John Rasmussen, Pottawatomie County Secondary Roads Engineer, says a proposed project calls for the reconstruction of Magnolia Road, that's G30, from Railroad Highway to the intersection of L52. The project will also include a two-way left turn lane from the railroad tracks to the interstate ramps. This will require the reconstruction of the Mosquito Creek Bridge to provide an additional route and maintain two-way traffic during reconstruction. The project really has some community and regional significance. It's a popular commuter route, an emergency interstate detour, and, and provides vital interstate access for services and commerce. Traffic has increased dramatically during the service life of the infrastructure we have and exceeds the capacity of the current design. It's, it's kind of overdue for reconstruction to improve the deteriorating conditions, capacity, and safety. The $5.5 million project is programmed for fiscal year 2024, but may be delayed until additional funding is secured. The design is in the preliminary stages and we share it at public meetings once plans are more adequately developed. Pottawatomie County Secondary Roads Department encourages residents to subscribe to the road notification system. More teens and young adults are going to the emergency room with suicidal thoughts, according to the Journal of Pediatrics. The five-year study says the peak began in 2019. In 2020, the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention reported that suicide is the second leading cause of death for Iowans in this age group. This year's Iowa Teacher of the Year was a second-grade teacher in the Southeast Polk School District. Crystal Colbert says she was inspired to become a teacher when she was very young. I remember from a very young age, I had teachers who made me feel valued and loved and respected. And I could really tell that they cared about me as a person and they cared about my success in the future. Colbert learned the news during an assembly at Mitchellville Elementary School. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is coming up.